So I'm feeling around on the walls in the dark, and finally, I find this door, and I give it a little, yes, get in there, we're out, we're out. Um, walk through the door, I'm back in the ensuite, <laughs> fumbling around there. And I this remember- is like the worst episode of the Crystal Maze ever. <laughs> and I'm just sort of fumbling around the room, and I'm going, God, you loser, how are you this pissed? <laughs> I think we've hit a low point, Ben. <laughs> this is horrendous. We're currently sat on a bench in the middle of our village. Yeah. It's wet. You can probably hear the rain. We've got uh, a bottle and a can of beer. <laughs> My arse is sodden already. Absolutely sodden. And we're sat two metres apart with sort of cables probably getting ruined. If this doesn't go out, it's probably because it's rained too much. And yeah. And I've ruined all the equipment, but this is the way we're recording our Christmas special. <laughs> the bleakest Christmas special on record. <laughs> we're sat in Tier 4 lockdown, um, <laughs> overlooking one of the shittest hills in our village. Um, and as Shreve says, we're soaked wet through, Yeah. Um, probably crackling on the mic, um, and freezing. Um, so happy Christmas. <laughs> The steps it's got to to do this. First of all, thinking, oh, we might be able to do it face to face in a garden. Ooh, then lovely. have a walk around the village. Well, how do you do that without getting too close? And now, I think this is just... If if it gets worse than this, <laughs> I think we need to stop. Yeah, we need to stop the podcast. But the good thing is we are both back at home. We've both made it back before the... Uh, the tier four rules. It is really bleak. Yeah, to be it, fair, to isn't be, it? There's no way of going around it. To be totally like we are, what, we are two of the lucky ones as well who managed to make it home. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry to anyone out there who's who's having an even even worse time than we are. But as you say, we are quite fortunate, and hopefully, over this next twenty minutes or so, we can we can brighten up some people's days. It's kind of just before Christmas. Yeah, we're going to talk about festive stuff. But first of all, as you say, we've come back. We're with our family. You've been back for a few weeks. Wait, what's, that? what's that you've got in your uh, your hand, Shreve? Well, put it this way. I don't mind if this dissolves under the rain. Um, so I've brought with me, uh, I always look forward to this whenever I come back, a copy of Chalfont's News. <laughs> it's a little magazine. Tiny. Is that all the news from 2020? There's about four pages. Yeah. I thought I'd just pick out a few fantastic bits for you, which I think you will very much enjoy. So, yeah, you've got sort of stuff about... Uh, Playgrounds that need what, new facilities. That? Is that a photo of a lost kitten? Is it that kind of... Uh, yeah, it's uh, someone that hasn't looked after their cat. That's definitely a stock... Well, they've put stock image. Stock image. Uh, that's oh, a stock yeah, image okay. of a cat. You've got random news in this. My, this is one of my favourites. So Quizmaster sets readers a local knowledge challenge. So it's a man from Chaffer to Peter. He's created a quiz about the area in Buckinghamshire. Oh. And he's inviting all readers to give it a go. Now, I, I thought, oh, fancy giving this a go. No information as to where this quiz is. It's not in the paper. Like, there's nothing there. There's two paragraphs. He looks just... proud of himself, though, doesn't he? <laughs> say. It's probably because he's the only one that can answer it, because he hasn't printed it anywhere for anyone. The quiz about the local area. How boring would that be? There's nothing here. And then my personal favourite, I love sort of um, angry locals. Oh, yeah, and who doesn't? There's someone here who owns the sports club in one of the adjacent villages, who, um, his first quote, is all about dog owners leaving their dog litter everywhere. Not great. Not no great. one wants that. No, no. You know, one of the yeah, worst things. Mess, for sure. 
But his first quote is brilliant. He says, a big thank you to all the dog owners that, having had the opportunity to walk around our beautiful park, decided to leave a donation. (laughs) (laughs) Quality. He's not holding back here. He ends it with, I do have CCTV, but I have much better things to do, and I hope people will be sensible from now on. (laughs) Much better things to do, but he's written into the local paper. Exactly. (laughs) I love stuff like that. And that actually brings me nicely on, Shreve, to... um to what I brought along. Uh, we're sat opposite uh, one of the local haunts, uh, the Fox and Hounds, mm. uh, a classic traditional English pub, I think it's fair to say. That's what they describe themselves on their website, traditional English country pub. First of all, I need to bring up uh, the fact that this is, you know, a, a favourite of our dads. Yeah. As part of the dads. We, we often do, once, once a year, when we can, we, we do this dads and lads pub crawl, um, and, and the dads often go by themselves and do a little Chilton crawl around the village, about four pubs. Um, but this is, I think it's fair to say, the favourite of the of the fathers. Uh, and I'll tell you for why. The landlord, let's just say he's not to everyone's taste. <laughs> uh, and he's a little bit old-fashioned. Yeah, um, I've heard this. <laughs> so our dads actually have a little game every time they go in there. Um, so Toby, one of our mates' dads, uh, he goes in and uh, often leaves his phone on, uh, on loudspeaker. Um, and so there's a little game between the dads to uh, ring Toby at some point whilst in the pub. And lo and behold, Toby's phone will go off. And this landlord is so anti-technology and phones that he will kick Toby out um, <laughs> while the other dads finish their pints uh, and uh, you know leave Toby cold outside. Um, so I thought, let's have a little look at TripAdvisor. Yeah? I love um, TripAdvisor for this kind of stuff because, you know, you might be coming here to visit. I, I don't know why you would come to this specific village to visit, but you might fancy a pint one night or a yeah. nice meal. You see what's knocking about, and TripAdvisor's usually quite trusty, right? Quite good, quite good. For, like, full of uh, advice on where to go. And um, to be fair, you know, there, there are some good reviews for this establishment. As I say, traditional country pub. Um, however, uh, there are plenty of delicious one-star reviews for this place. <laughs> and uh, they're just fantastic. I'm going to read a couple to you now. And, and may I say as well that the landlord does reply, which is even better. Um, so this is uh, number one that I brought along. And the title is Rude, Rude, Rude. <laughs> um, just says, landlord is very unfriendly and unwelcoming. I don't think he cares. Country pubs with dogs and kids, not welcome. Uh, God forbid your phone should ring. So they bring up the phone as ah. well. Landlord replies to this. Thank you for your response. Your input is very much appreciated. As the owner of this country pub, I was pleased to see that in my absence, so he wasn't even there, the relief manager was keeping up standards. <laughs> so keeping up their usual uh, sort of welcome. Hospitality. Yeah, hospitality and charm. You, with your muddy boots, your muddy dogs and your muddy children, will not be permitted to enter our country pub ever again. I and our loyal customer base consider it rude, rude, rude to walk into my house in a state that you would not let your children and dogs walk into your own. <laughs> my house. My house. I get the fact he lives there, but you own a pub, mate. Come on. That's an example of one. Number two, one star. And the title <laughs> is High Comedy. <laughs> do they do a comedy night? <laughs> well, this is what you must think before you read the review. Um, you must go. There you go. If you want to experience a real-life Basil Fawlty, but without the charm. <laughs> I wish I'd been warned. I probably would have found the landlord's rudeness amusing. What a burke. And, uh, <laughs> that is an underused word. <laughs> what a burke. And uh, lo and behold, he's replied, These old townies just don't get it, do they? 
We think that it's thick skin that does it. A word of advice to this person, do not go where you are not welcome. P.S. We were not being funny. We really didn't like you. <laughs> and this one, I'm not going to read it because it goes on for about like five, five, six paragraphs and it's so long. But this is possibly the best title to a review I have ever seen of anything anywhere. Okay, I'll just read you the title. One star review again. The landlord has got all the welcome and charm of an SS officer. <laughs> I mean, how good is that? And if you read that, you're probably thinking, we must check this place out. I've got to see what he's like. <laughs> but he's just a good schnitzel. <laughs> An SS officer. I can believe it. And yeah, please, like, as I say, there's not enough time to read it all out now, but it, it goes on to talk about his warm, welcoming nature of of uh, one of these Nazi war criminals. Um, and yeah, it, it, as I say, it goes on for, for about seven paragraphs. And before he replies... Um, the landlord again. This customer made a complete fool of themselves in the presence of many others. Not welcome in our home, 17 exclamation marks. <laughs> P.S. Because they bring it up on the thing. They say the carpet's a little bit dated. He goes, P.S. Our carpet is two years old. <laughs> Stick to writing short stories. You might have a future in it. So that's just a little flavour of where we're sat and the village we live in. Robbo, what I wanted to ask you is... I mean, you're, you're probably not sure at the moment, but are you likely to be in the village for New Year's or around the village? Are plans up in the air at the moment? As as everyone, Shreve, um, plans are up in the air. Um, I had an absolute ball of a New Year's last year. Did you? Um, yeah. If I'd, I'd, I'd just like to talk about that instead. Um, <laughs> because, let's face it, this one's going to be an absolute shit show. Um, last year, I was in the fine Alps, Shreve, for a oh, New Year at nice. a chalet. I know. Delicious it was, mate. Absolutely delicious. I had this very same beanie I'm wearing on right now, um, but in a much nicer location. Um, so, yeah, I went to uh, my pal, my uni pal, uh, Chopper Brown, has a chalet out there. And very luckily, I got invited. Um, and, yeah, we spent New Year's out there, about 16 of us. Oh, absolute Oh, God, that, n- that number. You don't hear oh, that number of people. It's a number that often, I haven't heard in ages. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, this New Year's night, I got more drunk than I ever have been in my entire life and I, I've been pissed you've seen I've, me in some yeah I won't bring it up now but I've seen you in some interesting states some horrible horrible ways yeah for sure um, and yeah there's not enough time to talk about that um, <laughs> but I'll uh, I'll tell you about this one we so we had you know a big New Year's um, as anyone does or did last year um, and you know Elvino did flow uh, the beers were out uh, shots, all sorts. We're in the hot tub. They had a little hot tub out there, in oh, there till glorious. six a.m. Regaling stories, um, you know, playing games. Um, it was fantastic fun. Um, so yeah, we ended up roughly six, six thirty, and uh, I hobbled my way back up, guided by Bish, uh, to our room, which is right on the top floor of this sort of three-story complex. Um, so I'm up there, fall asleep, um, wake up about half an hour later still pitch black um and i'm like christ i need a i need a waz i need a piss um and the toilets we had none in the games room they were all in the rooms downstairs so i had to hobble back downstairs and hobble in to this room so i found my way into the room pitch black and found my way into the ensuite sat down to not risk missing the uh the toilet bowl um had my wee all going fine at this stage um as i stood up I sort of looked at the door and I completely forgot where I was. I had no idea how I'd got there oh, and no idea how to get out. So I sort of 
stumble out this this ensuite, and I, th I think, was it right or left that I turned into this place? I can't remember how. Well, if you don't remember then, you're not going to remember now. Well, this was, this was it, but I, I thought, I, I just couldn't remember for the life of me. You're absolutely right. So I plumped at right, um, <laughs> turned right out of this toilet, and took about four steps and smacked straight in to the double bed that my mates were sleeping in. Knee went, I was going, ah, fuck. Um, as I say, pitch black. Luckily, they didn't wake up. So turn around, think, right, let's assess it from here. Let's walk straight. So I'm feeling around on the walls in the dark. And finally, I find this door. And I give it a little, yes, get in there. We're out, we're out. Um, walk through the door. I'm back in the ensuite. <laughs> Fumbling around there, and I this remember is like the worst episode of the Crystal Maze ever. <laughs> and I'm just sort of fumbling around the room. And I go, oh, I'm going, God, you loser! How are you this pissed? Um, so what I decided to do, in again one of the bleakest moments of my life, I just uh, decided that I was going to have to camp it out on the toilet seat. <laughs> so I managed to just sit back down on the toilet, and I had to wait uh, until it got light about an hour later. Were there no lights in this place? I couldn't find them, Shreve. I was going around this place for about half an hour, and then just thought, yeah, I I'm just going to have to camp this one out and sit on the toilet until the sun came up. Uh, and then, yeah, I went back upstairs, got half an hour sleep, and I was out on the slopes. <laughs> so that was the story of my wonderful last new year. And uh, unfortunately, I, I don't even know if we're going to be able to drink this year. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm probably... I'm really sure you can recreate that. You can drink. You just might have to do it in your... You know, you've got a few <laughs> metres between your bedroom and the <laughs> That's toilet. That's true. Getting you lost in... yourself a challenge. Yeah, lost in my own house would be a complete new low. Anyway, we haven't even really talked about it yet. Let's let's focus on this Christmas. I know it's going to be a, a bleak one, but we're going to make the most of it. Um, is there anything you are, are, are doing in the Shreve household uh, over Christmas to make it fun? Well, do you know what? It's, it's actually the first time it's just been the four of us. So from that aspect, I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, it's sad you're not able to see family, but some, sometimes you're a bit more in control when there's a few of you, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I can sort of do what I want when I want kind of vibe but there is one thing that my dad mentioned uh, literally one of the first things he said uh, yep so Christmas Day obviously can't spend it with anyone else we're uh, we're thinking of doing Zoom quizzes <laughs> Zoom games no. if you've got any I was oh. like have you not been here since March we've had a year of that Shreve. I can't hack it I can't no. do it Robbo <coughs> I so agree. I'm going to try and swerve that as much as possible and just keep just keep games in real life. What about you guys? I know you're you're big on your games and your family time and all sorts. There's five of you, isn't there? Well, yeah. That, so there's five of us, which which is again a, a really good number for stuff like that. We we love all games and stuff um, around Christmas. Um, but something that came up recently actually is uh, we had a nice little family night the other day. All sat down having a roast, um, and mother brings up that uh, we all got given a uh, a bottle of wine from uh, our Ooh. grandfather. Um, when we were born, so christened. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so really like sort of old wine, um, a bottle that he bought that I think was quite expensive at the time as well. So, and obviously, you know, aged wine, lovely. Um, so I got this app, which is like, a, I forgot, what, it's like a Shazam for wines. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but you, you, you pop the label thing uh, and it gives you a little review of the wine and how much it's worth. Um, so I was thinking, this could be great. So we did my youngest sister first. So she's born in 2000. She had some kind of Argentinian Shiraz, I think it was. Um, nice. And it got a four-star review. Better than the Fox and Hounds review. Exactly. Exactly. Like a strong, a strong wine review, and it was worth um, because obviously, you know, twenty years old, twenty twenty odd years old, and it was worth one hundred and twenty pounds. So we're thinking, yes, yes, this is nice. Um, so we put my other sisters in. Nineteen ninety-seven. She's born. She had some kind of French 
Merlot maybe. Um, and again, put it in four stars. Uh, brilliant. Said it was a lovely oaky flavour or something. And this was worth £180. Oh, it's going up. Going well, up by my maths, yours is going to be around the 240, 250 mark. Well, this was it. And let me tell you this. Maybe reassess your maths after this. One of our cousins had had hers done as well. Again, four stars. Maybe even four, four and a half hers. And hers was worth £230. <laughs> She's a 1996 birth. So we're trending. We're trending. <laughs> Come to me. I think, brilliant. So I'm, I'm starting to talk to my mum. I'm going, mum... Um, Maybe we should sell this bottle and, and just pay my rent for the rest of the year. I'm thinking big guns. Yeah, I'm thinking hell of a lot of cash this will be. Pop in in the app. Three stars. So I'm oh, thinking, not great. Bit of a drop, but bit, it's older, right? Bit of a drop, but it's older. Um, some fairly poor reviews. Scroll down. £18. <laughs> 18 Couldn't believe it. I genuinely think it's decreased in value since he bought it. It's it's a joke. I couldn't believe my luck. So, yeah, we drank it and it was average. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't deny. Um, but, yeah, so... <laughs> Is that the only one you opened? Were they like, we'll yeah, save, yeah, we'll we'll save, save the, the rest. others. Exactly. For ben, a... yours doesn't matter. <laughs> What's the logic there, then? It's... I don't know. Do you think it's because you're a boy? And he was like, oh, we've got some of these. We've got this cellar of wine. And depending on... Boy, he's probably not going to be that successful. We're giving him the 18 quid one. <laughs> That's expensive for him. He's been furloughed for two months. Um, but yeah, oh, I did find it funny. Um, but yeah, so we've been sort of making the most of it doing games like that. Another game that I've uh, invented, Shreve. Um, my sister's a bit of a hypochondriac, right? Right. Um, so uh, this time is quite tricky for her. And um, she is particularly worried about her sense of smell. Because, um, you know, obviously sense of smell, mm. going, COVID. Uh, so a game I like to play with her is to walk into a room and say it se- smells really strongly of something. <laughs> so I'll walk in and I'll go, whoa, it stinks of chorizo in here. Can anyone else smell that? And she'll she'll start panicking, like full-on panicking. Straight away? Yeah, straight away. She'll be like, I can't, I can't smell. I can't smell it. I can't smell Oh my... Give me something, Ben. Give me something. The other day she was sniffing a glass of orange juice. She'd go, I can smell it. It's okay. I smell orange. Um... <laughs> But yeah, you've got to keep you. Got to eat That classic Christmas staple. <laughs> the classic Christmas staple. So yeah, so there's just some things we've been doing around the house. Um, but yes, um, just making the most of it, really. What about um, your Christmas gift buying, Shreve? How, how are you getting on with that? Are you all done? I've done it. Yeah, I've done it. I've actually, uh, I had that sort of period about two weeks before Christmas where you go, crap, I'm not. I, I need to speed up here. But that's all done. Uh, nothing wrapped at the moment. But I'll get on to that. Uh, Mum always has a slight dig at me because she goes, you always come home and use my wrapping paper. Yes, correct. (laughs) Knocks knocks a bit of price off your present. (laughs) Gets it to the price I want it to be. (laughs) I get my my quids back. (laughs) Yeah, fair play. Is there anyone that you struggle buying for in your family? Is there anyone who's a bit tougher than the rest? Um, I do... I do weirdly struggle with my girlfriend. (laughs) Not generally, the present buying. (laughs) Happy listening, MC. Here we go. But I think we're at the age now where you kind of get to a bit of a boring age, don't you? Where it's like, I know what I want. Like, she asked me today if there's anything else little I want, and I said I need a peeler for vegetables. Oh, God, that is Which I thought was nice because we're going to move in together next year. And uh, I need a good peeler. And, and she'll, she'll, she'll be peeling. It. <laughs> she'll, she'll, be peeling. <laughs> she'll be peeling as well. What a generous man I am. What about yourself? Um, yeah, well, I was I, I, again, as you say, it's get, it gets quite... 
it gets quite dull, doesn't it? You get the same things every year. I mean, my staple for my my nan now is hand cream because <laughs> I know she she's got very very dry hands. Well, this is I know she's got hands, so she will <laughs> use it. It's not like she's got a pair of them as well, both. So she'll definitely get use out of it. It's not like she's going to get them and go, oh, I've only got feet. Or and something. also, this year of all years. Perfect. You need to lather yeah, those hands exactly. up. Exactly, <laughs> lather the hands up. So I've just got, I've got the clap. Mum's perfumes. She likes them. Um, you know, I, I asked uh, my, my friend uh, Charlington actually this year for my sisters because I, I do struggle with the sisters a little bit because, you know, they're urban switched on uh, ladies. Um, they like all the modern trends and all of that, and I struggle to keep up with what jewellery and stuff that they might like. So. Um, I've got a few people I go to for uh, to ask. A few outside sources. Yeah, outside sources. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm all done for the year as well. But um, it's just the go-to's, and, and and in terms of me as well, I've just asked for socks and boxes and stuff, you know <laughs> yeah. I mean? just a restock. I know, and it's like, what age is it where you're too old to be asking for pants from your mum? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, can oh, get me these pants? Oh yeah, and then she texts me when she's in the shop, like. Are your trunks all way fronts? What are you? I'm like, I'm this. You're this is sure what you're size are you? No, I'm not. I'm not y fronts. <laughs> of course not. You and a little the audacity pair of for her to think that for a start. Um, <laughs> just a bit, bit, bit rogue, isn't it? So back here for now, but you know, a few days with the family, probably a few weeks at this rate. Uh, watch a bit of Christmas specials on TV. I've still got the Gavin and Stacey to do. Oh. I'm thinking back to back for them this year. You know. Yeah, and do you know what? Actually, while we're on that. Um, I watched the one last year, which I wasn't so keen on at the time, but I actually watched it back, and it's really good. Gavin and Stacey just feel good, innit? Oh, do you know what? I've just remembered last Christmas, I we were watching that, and I was so excited for it all oh, yeah, day. Yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, Christmas, I I like to get on the booze early, right? So midday, I'm there. I, I said I'd be on Prosecco duty and champagne, and all the family laughed at me. I'm about, <laughs> I'm about eight glasses down by lunch. I'm then on eight. the red wine. Oh, mate, we, we get a lot. And then I'm on to the beers. And one of the last memories I remember from Christmas is the very end of Gavin and Stacey, getting quite emotional, getting quite choked oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But as I was doing this, the screen was spinning. There was about three different James Cordons on the screen. And as the rolling credits came down, I heaved myself up off the floor because not enough couches in the room we were in. And I went, oh, I'm going to go to the toilet. <laughs> and I was so sick. And it was so bleak. <laughs> On Christmas Day. Christmas Day. That's that is uncharted territory for me. Like that is you don't go that far, do you? So well, here's a silver lining. Is there a chance that this Christmas could be better than the last? There <laughs> <laughs> you go. It's all come round. Maybe I won't watch Gavin and Stacey for that. I'll, it'll bring it all back. I'll be fine, and then I'll suddenly you, throw up at the end. Do you think it might have been the image of three James Cordons that, that <laughs> might have been quite repulsive? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I can think of better things to see on my Christmas Day. But, um, but yeah, there's loads of these great sort of specials. The Office and oh. obviously your Christmas films as well. Have you been? Oh. I know you love a Christmas film. I'm glad you brought it up, mate, because I do. Um, you know, you've you got your Arthur Christmas, your Robbie the Reindeer Hooves of Fire that I love, Elf, Home Alone, the classics. But what I watched the other day, um, and it's on uh, Sky Movies at the moment, it was a, a little film called Last Christmas. Yes, this came out last year, didn't it? Yes, and I think it's quite a new one. My flatmates told me that I should watch it because it's soundtracked by George Michael, who I do really like, Yeah, to you be do fair. love George Michael. Um, but is it, is it as good as it sounds? It's an absolute heap of shit. <laughs> I... I, I I flicked on it and it and it has Emma Thompson yeah it has Amelia Clark it has um that guy from the Gentleman I can't yes remember. I know who you mean yeah he, but it's he's a good cast he's really good in in most things I've seen and he's very like he's in everything now um, 
So I flicked it on, and this is the story, uh, Shreve. It's, it, it's absolutely ludicrous. Um, so obviously it's based on the George Michael song, Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, spoiler alert for anyone who wants to watch it, turn off now. Um, it is literally about a man who gives a woman his heart, his actual heart. They have a heart transplant. Oh, no, it's not. It, it is, and it is rubbish. I, didn't, I actually had no idea that was what it was about. It's so that, bad. I mean, you've spoiled it for me, but that is... When you said heart, I was like, oh, he's giving her his love. No, his actual heart. So the whole film... So this, the, oh the, the, the gentleman God. chap, you think they're sort of seeing each other, but she is only seeing him as like a vision, and he's actually in her heart, because she has what? half his heart. It, it is mental. It is absolutely On that basis, you can make a film out of any song. This is what I was thinking. I was thinking, you know, you could do I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day and and just do Groundhog Day Christmas. (laughs) And you wake up every day and it's Christmas. Cheap movie idea, that. Exactly. (laughs) It's like the cheapest movie idea ever. I couldn't believe it when it actually happened um, because I thought they brought up the heart transplant early on and I thought, that's a bit weird. I don't think that's a thing. And then it all comes clear at the end that... He's just a fi- figment of her imagination. Yeah, I Dreadful. mean, do you know what? I think I would have watched that as well. I probably won't now, but I would have watched that because the only Christmas films I like are when it just happens to be set in like a Christmassy time. So like Love Actually, it's obviously all to do with yeah. Christmas work and parties and stuff. Yeah. But it's not like Santa doesn't pop up halfway through and you're like, well, that's <laughs> spoiler alert. Come on, Shreve, you don't like the, you don't like the magic of Christmas. I don't really like that side of it. So The Holiday and Love Actually are the two I'll watch because, yes, they're a bit unrealistic at times, but it's real people, real yeah. feelings, real emotions. Oh, what a lovely synopsis. Unlike this one you've just told me. I'm, I, that sounds disappointing. Poor yeah. George. That's not the legacy he should have left. So, obviously, um, you've spoken about your love of George Michael there and Last Christmas, a, a Christmas classic, um, and, th- and there are plenty of them. Um but there's something that I saw this week that really sums up 2020 for me and how horrendous it has been. Um, and it is Amanda Holden. Um, <laughs> and it's taking you this long. <laughs> I'll tell you for why. She has the biggest selling female debut album of the year. What? Yeah. And and what and it's just an album of covers and something that really what is this thing at the moment with who's that lad off the chase um, Bradley Walsh Bradley Walsh uh, that one off Pointless Armstrong yeah fella. why Alexander are they, Armstrong Alexander Armstrong that's it why are these people all releasing cover Mate, albums Chris for Kamara Christmas has done the same he's released oh, his second one a, a second year in a row. Cause, and I literally saw him sharing it, and it was like, because the first one did so well. You're admitting you're cashing in. I mean, it is literally, I've got a bit of you know fame behind my name, let's cash in. And it's and it's covers that we absolutely don't need, because they all cover the same ones. Yeah. It's the same tunes again and again. I think, it, I think the buck ended with Michael Bublé. A respectable, great voice, showman. I, I'm not his biggest fan, but you know... He's great, great yeah. at what he does, and everyone knows him as Mr. Christmas. Exactly. Don't try and take that title. And he's 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 done it through. He's always been a singer. Do you know what I mean? He, he he's not just a, a washed-up host of a show, um, who's decided right. I need to make a quick buck and, and release an album. Um, I, it just it sickened me to the core. The biggest-selling debut of of the year, female debut. Sorry, um, Amanda Holden. Well, I tell you how we can rectify this, Ben. 
why don't we give these songs a go? Christmas classics. As you say, every man and his wife is covering them. So I thought, do you remember? I know you remember because we used to watch Nevermind the Buzzcocks through school, didn't we? All the time, mate. All the time. The intros round is... This is basically going to be a rip-off, but why don't we do our own intros round? It's a sem- it's such a good... It's a one I do for my Christmas quiz every year, Shreve. It's, oh, well, I'm giving you a... I'm giving you a head start here. So oh, yes. let's do, why don't we do three each and see how many we can guess of each other's. Okay. Yep. And I will give you the honour of going first. Okay, are we going to do it like penalty shootout? What, I go one, you go one? Let's do that, yeah. Sudden death, if you will. Right, point point per song, point for the artist. Yeah, so two points. Okay, on. yeah, like it. I'll okay. keep score. <clears throat> Elton John's Step Into Christmas. Correct. Correct, Amundo. I, I could recognise that twang anywhere. Do you know what? <laughs> when I was listening to Christmas songs the other day, it's quite a lot with guitars. Actually. Yeah. A lot of prominent guitars. Really, really good stuff. Okay, okay. I love that one. That's one of my favourites. All right, it's two points for me. Yeah. And the thing with this game is it's actually a bit unfair because if I now let you down, you're sort of sat on your own. Exactly. No I've done a beautiful rendition. Okay, um... Here we go. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Oh, who's it by? It's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. It is. It's a beautiful rendition as well. Oh, I think our artist is tough with Christmas songs, isn't it? Who is it by? Oh, it's come up the other day. I'm gonna, I'm going to have to go... And tap out on that one, Shreve. It's not going to come to me. Right. The artist was Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee. <laughs> Classic Christmas. Ah. <laughs> oh. So one point to you, two to me. And then, um, to be fair, everyone knows Bre- Elton John. Yeah, exactly. Brenda Lee. Mm. I mean, she might have been, well, she was big in a former life, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> in her heyday. Um, okay, uh, back to me then. Um, now you've picked some great tunes here but i think your renditions are perfect to be fair thank you very much mate yeah. I, I mean i love I, i've just done two of my favorites so far chris rear uh so feel good around the christmas time it is okay let's try this one not the most confident. Oh, what is it? What is it? Okay, but here. Oh, into a bit of Sugar Hill Gang. Oh, mate, I've picked. I've picked hard ones for you. I feel bad. I think I'll give you this. Called. They're also females. Much like Brenda Lee. They're females. Okay. <laughs> it's not Boney M. I know that. No. Oh, females. Oh, is it going to be uh, Destiny's Child? It's not. Shall I put you out your misery? Yeah. It was the waitresses oh. with Christmas wrapping. Oh, piss all over it. I did know that one as well. I think you need to pick a harder one for the last one. Christmas wrapping. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, what have I got in me? I hate to tell you, you okay. cannot win. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> Happy Christmas. What, so I'm on four, you're on one. Mm. Let's make this interesting. You can't win, so if I can't get two out of two here on your last one, I'll go down a point. Yeah? Okay, okay. Okay. I like that. So, um, give me your hardest. Okay. I feel like this is going to be actually harder for me to rendish uh, than potentially for you to get, but um, here goes. Let's see what I can do. 
Round down, 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 whittling. Oh, yes, 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 the darkness, don't let the bells end. Yes. Oh, well, yes. That was a favourite of our of our youth. Oh, it was brilliant, mate. That the darkness for about a year were quality, and that is a Christmas banger. Mark yourself if you're playing at home. Um, I'll give you a final one. This is more of like a, you know, taking part that counts point. Okay, please. One of the biggest. Dong, 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 dong. Dong. It's Christmas time. <laughs> There's no need to be afraid. Oh, what a banger that is! Well, yeah. it's it's of course Band Aid, and I reckon that was the Band Aid Twenty version. <laughs> uh, and it's Do They Know It's Christmas? Um, Wrong. It's actually the uh, original. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> could you tell? Did you think the Ed Sheeran twangs are in there? Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Ed Sheeran, I could just hear the Ed Sheeran twangs just in the back. Uh, beautiful rendition again. Uh, I've actually got a uh, a quick Christmas question for you, just, oh, yeah, just off on. the back of that. Um, who is the only person ever to add lyrics? To do they know it's Christmas? Band aid. So an individual person. An individual person who's added because obviously it's the same every time. Obviously they've changed them a bit, but added actually added lyrics. Dizzy Rascal. You're absolutely correct. Oh, Twenty yeah. points. You've absolutely shat all over me on this. <laughs> Unbelievable. Do they know it's Christmas? I do. You clearly don't. <laughs> now get out. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that was um, <laughs> that was the middle of Christmas special. I actually had a really bloody good time there. It's great. And just as we finished, it stopped raining. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> that's, that sums up the year, doesn't it? But I've had a really good time with that. And yeah, well, what a way to throw forward to uh, a festive day very soon. Now let's get off this shit bin of a hill. Y- yeah. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. If you have enjoyed it, chances are your mates might too. So please do share the pod. Chance will be a fine thing. Yeah. And you can find us at Middlehood Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And where can people find our podcast itself, Ben? Uh, on their phones? No, not on their phones. Well, yes, on their phones, but I mean what apps? Ah, yeah, yeah right. Um, we're on Apple, uh, Spotify, Acast and, and all other reliable podcast providers. Finally, thank you.